So I want to start us this morning with a quote from Esther Hicks. And Esther Hicks said this. She said, as you think, you vibrate. And it is your vibrational offering that equals your point of attraction. So what you are thinking and what is coming back to you is always a vibrational match. Powerful stuff. Now, I'm going to sidetrack here for just a moment. For Dan's birthday this past December, I got him an Apple iWatch iWatch thing because he wanted something to help track with his steps throughout the day and the treadmill and all that great stuff. And just between us, I also bought it so that it would vibrate on his wrist when I called or sent him a text. <laughs> that was money wasted. <laughs> Anyhow, one of the features that the iWatch has is a reminder for the wearer to stand and move around. To stand and move around throughout the day so as not to remain sedentary for too long a period. Now the reminder of vibration on the wrist jolts the user out of whatever they're currently focusing on and shifts their attention to something they know is of benefit to them. Know of a, is of benefit to them. Something they might want to achieve. It's an important reminder because, as we know, that which is in motion stays in motion. I believe the next million-dollar idea, and I'm giving it away right now. All I ask is you tithe 10% back to the center. The next million-dollar idea will be an app that vibrates the iWatch or any other wearable throughout the day to remind the user to shift their focus from whatever they're currently focusing on to something they know is of benefit to them and something they want to achieve. An actual reminder for them to stop and focus on being a higher expression of love, of health, of wealth within their journey. Why? Because that which is in active vibration stays within vibration. As we think, we vibrate. And it is our vibrational offering that equals our point of attraction. Now, until one of you develops such an app, it becomes incumbent upon us as individual creative masters of our journey to set our own internal spiritual timer monitoring ourselves throughout the day to determine if the preponderance of our thought has been focused on what we affirm we desire or focused on the complete opposite of the desire. It is vital to our spiritual growth and manifestation to do so since that which is active in vibration stays in vibration. The more the thought stays in active vibration, the more energy it draws more energy it draws, the more solid it becomes. And the more solid it becomes, the greater the ease of transcendence from thought to form. Dr. Holmes wrote this, he said, where the mind goes, energy flows. Absolutely. And this energy that Holmes is writing of or spoke of is source energy, presence, God. It is an active vibration of eternal good in a constant state of resonance. So it may match its vibration of good thought, intention, focus, feeling 
of the individual expression of itself. That would be you, God. That would be you, God. Our responsibility in the creative process is not only to create the mental and spiritual image of our desire, rather it is to train ourselves to consistently remain in vibrational alignment with our desire. We want to repeat that. Our responsibility in the creative process is not only to create the mental and spiritual image of the desire, but to also train ourselves to consistently remain in vibrational alignment with our desire. This vibrational alignment of your desire only requires a clear vision of the desire, a maintenance, if you will, of the emotional feeling of the achieved desire. Maintain the emotion of the end result, and you will maintain the vibration of the end result and an embodiment aura of acceptance. Regardless of your current spiritual endeavor, if you will consistently do those three things throughout the day, develop a clear vision, maintain the emotional feeling, thus maintaining the vibration of the desire, and maintain an aura of expectancy, you will manifest the visions of your consciousness as you, as you will have allowed yourself to maintain a vibration Success, which is the title of our lesson this morning, a vibration of success. So we have a little parable for you. We have to have a parable. And the parable is about this young guy. He's all excited. He's called his mother, and he tells her that he's met the woman of his dreams. Woman of my dreams. He's just ecstatic. And his mother says, that's wonderful. Why don't you send her some flowers and invite her over to, to fix for a home-cooked meal. And the day after the big date, he does that. The day after the big date, the mother called to see how things went. And the fellow says, you know, Mom, the evening was just a complete disaster. It was horrible. And she said, well, what's wrong? what happened? Didn't she come over? And he said, yes, she came over, but she refused to cook anything. <laughs> and you see, the moral to our story is, that which is in vibration stays in vibration. Want to up-level your journey, then up-level the vibration. Napoleon Hill said, all the breaks you need in life await within your imagination. Imagination is the workshop of your mind, capable of turning mind energy into accomplishment and wealth. Look, the universe does not know of illness, loneliness, lack, failure, or frustration. The universe only knows of energy vibrating into form, transcending the ethers of thought to the physical realm. The vibration of source is always a vibration of success as it successfully matches its formative energy to the positive energy we are offering at any given moment. We want you to take note of the distinction here. The vibration of source is always a vibration of success as it successfully matches its formative energy to the positive energy that we are offering, offering at any given moment. Formative energy 
that which only fulfills, and causative energy, that which only puts into motion. And that which is in motion stays in motion. That which vibrates stays in vibration. According to the frequency and the vibration of the thought, we are offering. So we want to share a few examples of how this might look and how it might unfold in someone's journey. Let's assume someone has been faced with an illness of some sort. And in, throughout their daily interactions, of course, they're dealing with doctors and treatments and medications. And understandably, and rightfully so, much of their thought is focused on treating the illness. This is where the individual will want to practice his or her clear vision of health, maintenance of the emotional feeling of health, thus maintaining the vibration of the desire of health and operate in an aura of expectancy. See themselves, expecting themselves, feel themselves, living a journey of vibrant wellness and well-being. Only five minutes of every waking hour. Use this five minutes every hour. You know, there are 55 other minutes within the hour to operate within the world of effect. There are 55 other minutes in the, in the hour to question, how will this unfold? To worry about it. Give yourself this five minutes of positive creation. Again from Esther Hicks, she said, never mind what is. Imagine it the way you want it to be. So that your vibration is a match to your desire. When your vibration is a match to your desire, all things in your experience will will match that vibration. It will begin to match that desire. And all the experience will gravitate to reflect your vision every single time. As the individual shifts their thoughts and vibration to a clear focus of their desire during this five-minute focus of causation, all else within the world of effect transforms into formative energy. The doctors medications, treatments, all of it becomes the universe responding with formative intent to manifest as the desire to fulfill the causation. How about a different scenario? When someone is attempting to start a new career or a new business, and obviously much of their attention is focused on the world of effect, trying to get their name or their product known, dealing with a multitude of small successes and some rejections. Just five minutes, just five minutes of every waking hour, practicing her or his clear vision of a successful and prosperous business or career, maintaining the emotional feeling of success, thus maintaining the vibration of desire, all in that consciousness of expectancy what they see, what they feel, and they act as their vision of success is already perfect, whole, and complete. That five minutes cocoons their vision, their desire, in an active vibration. And that which vibrates stays within vibration of causation. It is this vibration of causation which resonates with universal source attracts the formative energy of source, the potential causative power of this five minutes is 
reaffirms your intention, it ensures your thoughts, your energy is not getting weighted down by the world of effects. Perhaps most importantly, these five minutes ensure your role as the causative master of your journey, working with and as the first cause for your journey throughout the day, allowing all of us to be the universal you know, I find that working with source energy, this vibrational energy that we're talking about, is a lot like playing with a boomerang, right? The more focused causative energy that we throw out, the more formative energy we receive back in. We're not going to receive anything back in unless we begin throwing it out. And what we want to throw out is not what's going on in the outer world. That's not any fun. What we want to throw out are those things that make our heart sing. What we want to throw out are those, those desires that get us excited. What we want to throw out is everything that contradicts whatever is going on in our existence. Those things we say we don't like. Those things we want to transform. And the only way we can throw it out, something new, something better, is by focusing on the something new something better. And a lot of people get frustrated in this process. They think, well, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working, but it's not shifting, or more obstacles are coming up, and I'm not sure what else to do. And let me tell you something, the obstacles that come up in the creative process are not there to stop you. They are there to strengthen you. They are there to say, this particular avenue of which this realm path where I'm going is not the right flow. If I'm meeting resistance, it's not because I'm doing something wrong. It's because I haven't allowed myself to find the right channel of the flow of source. So then I have to take a step back in that five minutes of positive creation and know something better. I have to know that Whatever is going on, I'm just not looking at it from the right angle. And I might have to stand on my head to find the right angle. And I'm dealing with an infinite possibility, this infinite source. And so I'm going to try again. You know, the best angle to try something is from which to try something is the triangle. Get it? Bam, bam. Uh, oh, come on. That was good. Edgar Cayce said this, he said, spirit is the life, the mind, the builder, the physical, the result. Spirit is life, the mind is the builder, the physical, the result. So you are always working with spirit. You are always working with source energy. The mind builds based upon how you choose to work with that source energy. So if we choose to work it from a consciousness, a false idea that this is nothing goes my way, then the universe is going to begin to reflect that. But when we can begin to use those five minutes of causative time and, and causative power and say, well, wait a second, this isn't the right path, but I just have a clear vision. I don't care how I get there. I don't care what path I take. Remember, the 85 bridge collapse, people still got to work. It wasn't fun. It wasn't always pretty. 
just, but they had just had to take another pastor. That's what happens sometimes when we meet an obstacle. We have to begin saying, I am not only open to my creative good, but I am also open and receptive to the multitude of avenues by which this good can manifest. Hmm. You mean I don't get to tell it? How to manifest? No, you don't. Let that go. Who cares how it manifests? You just want it to manifest. Five minutes every day. <coughs> Pardon me. Now look. What? Five minutes every hour. Sorry. Thank you. So glad y'all are paying attention. <laughs> I have peers that just went right over them. <laughs> so y'all are paying attention. This is good. So look, I get it. Are you possibly going to look silly excusing yourself from whatever your current activity you're in for a five-minute causation break? To the world around you, absolutely, you're going to look silly. Yes. To the power of the universe within you, absolutely not. Well, others think it's funny, odd, strange, just ain't right. When you excuse yourself to allow for that five-minute causation break, yes, they will. However, when it comes to when it comes to your desire, your vision, your dream, your goal, the universe only resonates with what you think. Nothing else, nobody else's opinion matters. The only opinion, opinion which matters in the creative process is yours. Mark Twain is on our affirmation card this week, and he said, Keep away from people who try to belittle your ambitions. Small people always do that. But the really great make you feel that you too can become great. Surround yourself with those people. Well, I know a lot of times people come in here after for service and they might stick around and have something delicious that leaves them sick, and then they rush out the door. That's okay. But think about this. How often throughout your week do you have the opportunity to sit with like-minded individuals who know you for the power of who recognize you as the causative master for your journey, who will say to you, wow, that's a great idea. Pursue it. Go for it. Do it. As opposed to saying to you, well, my cousin Esther Rosenblatt tried that, and she didn't do well. No, no, Esther. This is your opportunity to spend time some like-minded people, to spend time with people that know your that know, absolutely know how great you are because you're here in this moment. And obstacles just don't matter. Nothing holds any power over or can overshadow what your desire is. How many of you know who Damon John is? Yeah, most of you. Damon John of Foo Boo and Shark Tank Tank. Love me some Shark Tank, let me tell you. 
So I want to talk about David John. You know, when he first started, his first product that he ever made, he was only 20 years old. And he only had $40 in his pocket. And his mother was the one who taught him how to sew. And his mother even took out a mortgage on her home to help him get on his way. And it all started with one hat. Just one hat. And he had seen this hat in a video. And it's called a tie-top hat. I have no idea what that is. Somebody can tell me later. And he saw this tie-top hat and he loved it. And it was $20, but it just wasn't widely available. So John went home, sold around 90 knockoff hats with his next-door neighbor, and they began selling them on the streets of New York for 10 bucks a piece. And in one day, he made $800. And that was it. He was hooked. And John's pathway to success is one of the most inspiring rags-to-riches stories of modern times. As an only child of a single parent who struggled, he struggled through school, he, he had dyslexia, and he, and he didn't know anything about finances, and he didn't let anything hold him back. John said most people would think that these are challenges or hurdles. And he says, the fact that I got held, held back in school, that my father left when I was 10, that I didn't have any money. I didn't have an education in a field that I wanted to go into, a field, by the way, that was predominantly run and operated by different cultures. They wouldn't let me in. And I didn't have any retail stores myself. He said I didn't have any financial intelligence. So I initially didn't know how to go out and seek money. Here's what's interesting about John's story. He said, rather than continuously focusing on those preconceived false obstacles, he admits to focusing only on his vision. He admitted to focusing only on his vision. And his vision was consistently seeing himself running a factory, a showroom, and an office. And in 1998, he was worth Now, John talked openly about his failures and his successes, both personally and professionally, something that he believed was essential to long-term success. He said, I love this, he said, so many people, so many people out there in the world compare their blooper reel to everybody else's sizzle reel. And they don't think that everyone went through challenging or even more challenging and you know what a sizzle reel is? Those are the good moments in life. Those are the productions of our experience that we want to share. And the blooper reel, well, those are the times we might not have presented ourselves so well. And so I so agree with him. He said on his ventures that have flunked over the years, it was always back to the same thing. He realized why. He wasn't enamored enough with, with the process are fascinated enough by it. John said, if you're not making enough mistakes, you're not making enough moves. If you're not making enough mistakes, you're not making enough moves. And you know what, folks? If you're not making enough moves, you're not operating within vibration. Vibration. What do we have to do to vibrate? We have to move. 
physically, but we have to begin moving our mind into that new flow, into that experience beyond the immediate. We have to begin resonating, moving our energy to an up-leveled state of being. John said every big thing has started off with a movement. With a movement. He said Mark Zuckerberg started off with one friend. Now he has several billion. I started off with one hat. Every big thing started with movement. And movement equates to vibrational frequency. In the world of effects, John's hat had much going against him, obviously. Yet in the realm of cause, he went with the flow of source, which only resonates a vibration of success. His consistent vision of his goals focused attention up and beyond all that occurred for him previously, and that is what served as the causative energy to his experience. There was no concern, he did not concern himself with what others did or said. Ask yourself, in your five minutes, are you being and freeing yourself from your or within that other 55 minutes in the hour, is that when you focus on the blue brief? If that's the case, you may need a 10-minute every hour causation. Maybe 20. Every big thing has started with movement. And movement is energy in vibration, and that which is in vibration stays in vibration. So I'm going to share this story back in the 50s. I love old TV programming. Love it, love it, love it, love black and white TV. I got to watch an episode of The Rifleman the other day. Chuck Connors, I was so excited. But back in the 50s, there was another show called The Ted Mack Amateur Hour. Right? And I don't remember it a little bit before I was born, but it was a huge show, huge success at the time. And people would come in from all around the country and audition. And if I passed the audition, they got to go on stage and then voted and won, etc. It was kind of like the 50s version of American Idol, right? And so this fellow comes, goes to the Ted Mack Amateur Hour. He auditions. And the producers said, no, you're just not talented enough. You can't make it. You're just not good enough to be on the show. This fellow went back home to Tennessee. Ted Mack Amateur Hour got canceled. Elvis Presley, however, went on to sell records worldwide. Why? Because he stayed in motion despite the loss. Why? Because he had a thought, a vision, a dream that he constantly nurtured throughout the day. There are tons of redemption. Performers, uh, entrepreneurs, just like Presley and Dolly. They didn't get caught up home, stay focused, stay in your vision. Every atom of your being is designed and programmed for you to thrive successfully in love, health, and wealth. The universe knows only, only successful and vibrant expressions as it flows through and as you. And anything not resembling the success of spirit is a human 
human invention, an old pattern of thought that can be up-leveled, transformed into a successful manifestation of the desires of your soul. Everything else is secondary. By right of consciousness, by right of your being here, by right of being on this planet, you are already vibrating at the level of success. You are already a successful manifestation of the successful vibration of love. And that vibration is a frequency. It's a frequency. I want you to imagine for a moment that you are in a room, and in that room, a hundred different radios are playing. Okay? Now, if you can't really hear it, there's so much noise and chatter going on. But within that chatter, within that favorite song of all time is playing. You get excited. All of a sudden you pick up on it. It's like being at a party and someone calls out your name. You hear that. You hear that. But that favorite song that's playing is on a frequency. You have within you a match frequency. Regardless of the external chatter. All that have to let everything else go. Let everything else go. Yogi Berra, who's a profound metaphysician, said, if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up someplace else. And I love that because he's absolutely right. If you're not focused on the vision consistently throughout the day, and you're caught up focused on the external, you're going to wind up someplace else. So part of that this process, your creative process, is allowing yourself to be the positive master that you are. And trusting, having faith, knowing that your vibration of success is eventually going to match that frequency of your desires. And all the clutter, all the other noise, all the other chatter will just fade away. Because you're going to be in perfect peace. You're going to be in perfect in that perfect peace, that alignment, all matters. All matters. So we want you to go home today knowing this. And what we want you to know is that we know you all have dreams, goals, and desires. We know that some of you occasionally might hit a bump in the road, perceived obstacles and obstructions manifesting that goal or desire. That goal, that, that obstruction, that bump in the road is not about you. It's not about you. It's about your ability to work beyond the obstruction. It's about your innate ability to create beyond the bump in the road. So don't get caught up in the bump. Just allow yourself Stays in vibration. Always knows that it's true. So ends our lesson.
Quickly, say the offering affirmation with me. Infinite mind. In as and through me. Blesses and multiplies my offering. It does its good and perfect work. And returns to me. Multiplied abundantly. 